Hey, welcome back to Thago League Podcast. How everybody doing out there today? I hope everybody is doing real good. So, uh, we're back from Labor Day. <laughs> Labor Day is over. And there's just one question to ask. Did you wear white? I heard uh, a young lady say yesterday, um, I wore all white the day after Labor Day. And I was kind of wondering when she said that, what perspective did that come from? Because if you really look at it, uh, the actual saying is, you know, you cannot wear white after Labor Day. And and if you look at where it generated from, (laughs) you know, it generated from it generated from uh, fashion practices of the wealthy. You know what I'm saying? Like in the early 1800s and the 1900s, those who were well-to-do often uh, uh, favor like lightweight, bright clothing, white linen suits. You know what I mean? Like uh, just uh, light flowing, breathing dresses. You know what I mean? But nowadays they say uh, clothes should be worn in summer uh, to keep your body cool. And so people are advised to retire light colors ahead after winter, which is really a time for dark colors, you know, kind of more like it's a fabric choice today than color. But it wasn't always that it was like it was a thing that the rich had versus the poor. And it was on some we have money that we can go ahead and take vacations and you guys can't. So it was kind of a thing like that. So I'll be wondering, like, even though they kind of like neutralize that uh, when someone says that, what perspective that it come from? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, because I mean, those that was tied into that really didn't care. They was too busy ascending to millionaires. You know what I mean? And, you know, um, I guess that came from the ego or. Uh, it's just deep degrees of separation, you know what I'm saying? I don't like it, but I'm glad it's neutralized uh, these days. And so uh, Biden, you know, he uh, dropped a line the other day talking about Hurricane Ida and some other things. And, you know, he was talking about the Build Back Better plan. Well, he says he's going to... Um, you know, decarbonize our economy by 50% and we should have 80% clean electricity by 2030. And dirty electricity, I ain't know nothing about no dirty electricity shit. If you ask me, clean the water. Clean that first. (laughs) Shit. So, uh, we shall see. You know, he's the new president. I have seen hike in medication prices. I don't know if they have anything to do with anything any plans or anything that's out there as far as Western medicine, but I'm hoping to see the best from our president. Hurricane Ida was a deadly and destructive Category 4 Atlantic hurricane that became the second most damaging and intense hurricane to strike U.S. state of Louisiana on record behind Hurricane Katrina. The storm also caused catastrophic flooding across northeastern United States. Ida is the sixth coolest tropical cyclone on record, having caused at least 50 
billion in damages, of which 18 billion was insured losses in Louisiana, surpassing Hurricane Ike of 2008. Ike was the most destructive storm of the season, as well as the strongest in terms of minimum biometric pressure, devastating Cuba as a major hurricane and later making landfall near Galveston, Texas as a large high-end category uh, two hurricane. The 2008 Atlantic hurricane season was the most destructive Atlantic hurricane season since 2005, causing over 1,000 deaths and nearly 50 billion in damages as well. The season ranked as the third coolest ever at the time, but has since fallen to ninth coolest. It's talks out there about a Jay-Z and a Nas versus battle. You know what I mean? And I don't know who you rolling with. You know, it's hard to make a decision because I love both of their music and both of them is just so dope. Yeah, they true MCs, you know this, but um, I don't know. Memphis Bleak dropped the line on it and he said he was rolling with Jay and I don't know if it was biased because he was saying like Nas don't have enough songs to compete against Jay uh, and he was also saying like Jay can just like beat him with his B-side and that's alone. He said the only competition Jay has was Biggie. Now, you know what I mean? My thing is, I'm not really interested in all of that. You know what I mean? Because you play Nas, you play Jay. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Oh, man. The stretch is more than an average hip-hop listener can bear. You know, at your MC's finest. But... I'm looking for endurance now, momentum. I ain't worried about these battles going back to back. You know what I'm saying? And plus, they already did their thing. Where they had they battle in front of the whole world and all of that. You know what I'm saying? We witnessed that. That's in history. You know what I'm saying? So to do it right now like that, you know what I'm saying, versus that'll be redundant. What we want to see is what Jada Kiss instilled. Jada Kiss, you know what I'm saying, threw that raw raw back in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? He woke the shit up. He woke hip hop up. You know what I mean? And if you think like he did his thing and it seemed like he kind of died down now, nah, nigga. You know, you know what I'm saying? That shit don't ever die down. Ain't letting that shit die down. What he did was big, bro. That don't get to die down. You know what I'm saying? I bet motherfuckers even stop like tuning into the nigga IG and shit lately. You know what I'm saying? Waiting for the nigga to do something else that's gonna like blow them out they seat. Yeah, motherfucker will when they get around to it. But understand, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be let a king be a king. Like It's like niggas can be like. Uh, a hero and save somebody life and the world love you but then you gotta save a million more motherfuckers you gotta be a million more heroes for a motherfucker to love you and they still you know what I'm saying want a million and one you know what I'm saying and it goes on and on like niggas ain't never satisfied like people motherfuckers ain't never like motherfuckers ain't never satisfied you know what I'm saying point blank you know what I'm saying but yeah I wanna see that endurance man that's what I want to see to let me know that you about it, about it, that you 
all it. You know what I'm saying? Today, man, Jada put that work in, man. I want to see it into that degree. You know what I'm saying? Hell, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the gym. You know what I'm saying? I'm working out the lungs. I'm doing the same thing. That's the contribution to hip-hop and keeping it alive. And it also involves health and, you know what I'm saying, state of being. You know what I'm saying? So you walk in them strong, powerful words that you're also talking. And then it can shine through. It shows through you. And people see that. You know what I'm saying? It's inspiration. You know what I'm saying? The more inspiration we can get, you know what I'm saying, the better. Speaking of inspiration, I ran into some beautiful, inspiring people today. I was in a mall earlier and I saw this young lady and she had like this big silver belt on that had like saddle on there. And then I'm like, yo, like, because I was walking past her. I said, that belt dope. That looked like a championship belt. You know what I'm saying? She was like, I won this. I was like, what? She was like, saddleback ride. And I was like, whoa. And she was so little. She was like so itty bitty. I was like, that's cold. You know what I'm saying? That you did that and won that. And then uh, later on when I had uh, stopped into uh, this uh, restaurant to uh, get me a meal, uh, I met this gentleman who's a trumpet player. Yeah, and so I gave him my contact information so I can uh, arrange an interview with the gentleman to give you guys a little on the trumpet industry and uh, see, you know, what he has to bring the plate of the culture from his perspective. You know, hey, this shit is from all degrees, baby. Music, you know what I'm saying, vibration, it is what it is, baby. You know what I'm saying, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying, but... Shout out to your boy Memphis Bleak. You know what I'm saying? You cool cat. Never tell you about the time I met Memphis Bleak. Yeah, it was in my hometown. You know what I'm saying? Chicago. We was at the House of Blues and they was doing a little show. And I remember like I got I had tickets and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it was like I was uh in school, I was doing a little class and shit, right? Initially I had showed up at the door. But when I got to the door, I looked down, damn, I ain't had the tickets. And so I had to go home, you know what I'm saying, get the tickets. So I just went on and just changed while I was there, grabbed the tickets. But when I got back, and I did it quick, but when I got back, you know, it was over. But Memphis Bleak was outside. D-Ray was outside. I had a bag full of my motherfucking albums, my uh, first uh, my second album from the streets to the expressway and that's out on every platform y'all won't fuck with that you know what i'm saying uh Ma from the streets to the expressway then i'm trying to pitch it so i'm hollering at d-ray and i'm hollering at uh memphis and it's more like over motherfuckers like them niggas is socializing and niggas is hollering at they peoples and groupies and i'm trying to sell it like i'm pitching to them like they just another average joe on the street and so uh i'm like hey bleak bleak you can go ahead buy a copy man you can buy a copy like that and motherfuckers is straight ignoring so d-ray turn around to me i'm like d you know what i'm saying you can go ahead so he gonna d-ray turn around to me he tell me some shit like uh what do you say uh yeah, you know what I'm saying? You just can't come at somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's Memphis. You know what I'm saying? You want him to uh, mess with you. You know what I'm saying? You got to get it to him. You know what I'm saying? You you know what I'm saying? He's already made. You got to get it to him. I was like, I feel you. They got to try to get one of D-Ray, and he didn't take it. Like, bro, like, he didn't even <laughs> want the shit. Not, not want to buy the shit, but just didn't take the shit. But it was like, Bleak fuck with me. And I think D-Ray from Chicago, but I know Bleak ain't, you know what I'm saying, from my city. And he showed love. It was like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? That was that was cool love. You know what I'm saying? That was very humble love. One to uh, Bleak. 
you know what I'm saying and uh, I'm thinking to myself at the same time like bro like I make this shit I invest I'm out here selling it hand to hand you on the comedy end you may not feel my struggle a nigga like Bleak may understand but if he don't understand you feel me or if he in that you know what I'm saying bubble right there oh man at least you know what I'm saying what I can get is motherfucker purchase the album so I'm out there hustling you know and I do this whether I'm in front of them or not whether I'm in front of you know what I'm saying everyday people I see you know, when I'm out here on the grind, you know what I'm saying? Like, at that time when I'm hand-to-hand moving shit, right? And so, uh, Bleak was ignoring, and then uh, his security guards jumped in front of me like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I was trying to sell him an album, man, but it's all good. So, right when I was finna walk off, Bleak turned around. He's like, what's up? What's up? He was like, man, what's up, man? Come on. You know what I'm saying? How would you like it if a motherfucker came to you, you know what I'm saying, that you don't even know the album trying to sell it to you, you know what I'm saying? You'll be like, man, what's up with all this cornball shit? And he just basically hollered at me, bro. Like, he went into some other shit, like some other energy, like hollering at me about the game and shit. Like, he really gave me some jewels and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Um, yeah. And then he also, you know what I'm saying, said the piece about stay on your hustle and all that. You know what I mean? And uh, I missed the concert, but I met Bleak, and it was a cool meet because he dropped the jewel. You know what I'm saying? Chicago House Blues. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. And then uh, when I, um, the next morning, when I mentioned it to my sister, she had a crush on the guy. She was like, well, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, she had a crush on the guy. She go, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? I wish I was there, you know what I'm saying? So I could have got introduced to Memphis Bleak and shit. You know what I'm saying? I guess that would have been real cool for her. But that was my little encounter with Memphis Bleak. And I think he was cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? I thought D-Ray was a little hard, but it's all love. Back at y'all real soon. Peace. Rain don't fade me like it do y'all Repel it to the dumb shit Y'all still let the bullshit fool y'all Stand up to whatever that comes Same shit under the sun